You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Much bigger on the inside. Yeah. I'm going to open this beer first. <laughs> the only way I'm going to get talking it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Reliving painful memories <laughs> of three hours ago. Uh, time I'll never get back. Nope. Thanks, Chris Chibnall. King Chris Chibnall. Welcome, everybody, to the Bowtie Podcast. My name is Tyler Hoskin. And joining me today, as always, is Lindsay Shrapko. Hello. Even my hellos are getting a little more angry. <laughs> well, and I, I can't blame you for it either, right? Like, it's, I, I mean, it, uh, we got some answers at least. Did we, though? But didn't we, though? Kind of, sort of. I think I got an answer from last season. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, let's take let's take it let's take it from the the end of the last episode, which is Swarm is about to snap his fingers. You know, he's gonna Thanos snap, and Yaz and uh, Vinder. Yeah, is that his name? Vinder are in place of the. Mor- Mori? Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're called. The the people okay. standing on the pedestals. And the doctor's just standing beside him, staring at him. And yet, in this episode, she's standing far enough away to point her sonic screwdriver up in the air and... Whoppa! We're now... <laughs> Yeah, it's that bad. It's Chandler, okay? Wapa. We're we're in uh the the time warp again. Uh oh. We're we're somewhere. We're 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 in time. We're somewhere, all right. We're somewhere. So the whole thing is is to protect her friends. She's put these people, Dan and Yaz and Vinder, into their own timelines to hide them. Uh, okay. But she's bouncing around, not just in their timelines, in her own timeline. Yeah. And in these timelines, uh, sometimes it's the doctor and sometimes it's Yaz because we need her to talk more, apparently. Uh, they're portraying, they're they're reliving an experience and portraying whoever they were with at the time. Yeah. So Yaz was with her sister playing a video game, but it was the doctor. But the doctor was talking like the sister. And Vinder, we got we got a lot of Vinder, and I actually, I think that was one of the only redeeming qualities of the episode. 
yeah. is we we got to know him and I would rather him be the companion right now. Sure. Like yeah, for yeah. realsies companion. Although I do question how he knew what a TARDIS was to begin with, but whatever. Um, that's like inconsequential compared to the big picture of Tom fuckery that was going on this episode. Yeah, that that's like uh, sure, fine, sure, okay. Oh, this is care. a TARDIS. Sure. Yeah, you know about the Time Lords and TARDISes. Sure. Sure. Why not? Sense. Okay. Why not? Um, I'm gonna roll with it. And then we have the stranger throughout the episode who's um her it's the aftermath yeah her name what was her bell. name bell bell with one l okay so we see bell and this is obviously after the flux has come through and the daleks are uprising the cybermen are uprising the centurons are sontarian sontarans are uprising all the baddies yeah. are are trying to lay claim to the wreckage that is the universe, I guess. Yeah. Which, again, it just seems like it's we don't know what to do, so we're just going to throw everything in this little mini series called throw Flux. It all and see what sticks. Exactly, and that's exact. I said it last time, and and that's exactly it. I think I know what's going on now, ish, when it comes to Swarm and uh, Azure, yeah. which uh, the what were they called? The the what was the group called? Ah, uh, the. This is how well it's sticking in our minds, folks. This is what were they called? Um, it's when it's it, yeah. You you flashback and and the doctor isn't the doctor, and Binder and Dan and Yaz are together and collectively they are called the the, the something or other. Nope, can't yet. Ah, uh, I can't even think of what they were called. I'm even I'm even looking at the Wikipedia page. And I can't see anything. Eh. Anyways, Doctor looks at her reflection. So they aren't who they are. So the Doctor is seeing them, but it's not obviously them, as we learn in the episode, because Vinder's not talking to Yaz, and Yaz is not talking to the Doctor. Well, she is, but she isn't. Um, so it's obvious that they aren't. The Doctor's projecting them on these people, and the Doctor is in her own timeline, which is the very past and we get a nice glimpse through the mirror of who the doctor is portraying which is the doctor the one we met last season last season last season was it last season was it was it last season or the season before i don't even remember um which was kind of cool because i i i like that doctor so it's obvious she's in the past I wish I could remember what they were called now. No. They said it like five times. They were the ones it was at the very it was in the first episode. They were the ones that trapped Swarm. Oh. Anyways, so we sort of kind of get a glimpse of who the doctor was that she can't remember. Right. And 
obviously it was the doctor that captured Swarm and Azure so, so many moons ago and trapped him in that thing that we saw him in in the very first episode. I would at least that's my assumption at this point. That would make sense. Um, and then, you know, the doctor's trying, like the doctor's begging the the Mori to to continue on to see. You know, she yeah, wants to know more about that part that she can't remember. However, the why Yaz was seeing. The weeping angel to begin with makes zero sense to me. Like there, there's absolutely no rhyme or reason. Maybe next episode we'll find out why, but there's no rhyme or reason for this weeping angel to have been in the, the like the, the image to have been in the in, in the video game, right. and for it to just disappear, and for it to. Ah, appear occasionally, but not until the very end of the episode. To take it, over the target. Which, don't even get me started on that. Um, that's bothersome in its own little thing. Dan seemed very inconsequential this episode. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he... I don't even think the... I the whole thing felt kind of inconsequential to be completely honest. Like I get where they were going with it, but yeah. what was the point? There, there was a lot of, there was like 15 minutes of actual story and a whole bunch of filler to say, I'm, I'm the Doctor Who front runner. I can put all these characters in an episode and no one's going to mind. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, you had a Dalek stroll by, then you had some Cybermen who were easily killed and uh, just <sighs> As I said, the the best part of this episode was learning more about Vinder. Yes. Agreed. He 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 actually seems like a fairly interesting character. Now, I don't quite get where he's from, where he would be told to be the, the right-hand man of the serpent, but the serpent knows everything and is kind of like a ruler around those parts, and yeah, he does like, bad stuff. Let's, let's throw out that character on a whim. <laughs> This is like the all-powerful being of the universe right now, and just you know, nonchalant, whatever. Like, who is this right. guy? What is happening? I I don't I don't really know what his whole purpose was. I understand from Vinder's storyline the fact that the why he was where he was. You know, yeah. It it made sense in this. It, it didn't make sense. It it helped. It helped. Fill the backstory of, you know, he seemed like a little bit of a rebel, but wanting to do the right thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. at least for that part, I can reluctantly forgive whatever the serpent was. Yeah, 
reluctantly. Yeah, I just it was a weird a weird thing to have thrown in there randomly. Yeah. Like he kept going, like he didn't uh, out of out of everyone that his memories. He, that's where he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be there. Anywhere else would have been fine. There is where he didn't want to be. So I mean, I, again, sense because of, yeah, of, of shit that went down with him, which makes fine. And- right. Obviously, like, Bell and Binder have some kind of connection because of that one scene at the end where they leave him. And, and her, and again, Bell, I, 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 I kind of got behind Bell until she started playing with the Tamagotchi. Um, yeah, that was weird, right? I don't understand it. I don't quite know what that gadget is supposed to be, but as soon as I saw it and she was talking to it, I immediately thought Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know they have to be together because she's she's pregnant, right? And so we we at least know that, happiness. right? Um, but in all this mess, the doctor gets flung or taken or whatever uh, to some weird ass place, and in this weird ass place, there's an old woman. Yeah, and. We don't get to know who the old woman is, but what we learn is which, oh, you know, it's kind of like the stars disappearing, but worse. It's, it's like, it's, it's, they took that same concept of the planets that are go, like stars that are disappearing the planet because the doctor's getting too big, blah, 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 blah. Um, the catalyst there was the doctor, right? Yeah. And it's. The, the the same thing here. The flux wasn't an, uh, a natural phenomenon. It was purposely and deliberately created because of the doctor. Yeah. So what they said is what the the flux messed up. So this is swarm talking. And why does swarm's face keep changing? That's really bothersome. Well, the yeah, the swarm I think we see in this episode is a past swarm. So does he just keep getting smoother? Is that what's going on? Okay. Again, something that just another question that will never be answered, but you know, Chris Chibnall thinks last, it's cool. Last five minutes of the last episode where yeah. Everything will get answered it's all in one big easy button. Botox, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like they, they so the the flux fucked up space and swarm is trying to screw up time is is what I kind of got from it. But the woman, the old woman again still left it, it gave a thousand more questions to the wide did it happen? Yeah. What led to it? Um, why are you telling the doctor this? Because if you know anything about the doctor, as soon as she knows, he knows, they know, shit's going to get righted. Righted? Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see where it's going, I think, maybe. But 
I'm not sure that I don't know. Like it's so confusing and there was a lot of nonsense. Like the then you have the little mite time mites, I guess they would be called. Sure. I don't know. You have those things running around, then you have the old guy in the tunnel under Liverpool with the like futuristic pew, pew, pew gun and uh, then I again I don't quite understand why they used the companions to be sort of superimposed upon the people that were surrounding the doctor in the past. I don't understand why Yaz was put in place of the commander. I don't I like all of that just seems like we need to give these these actors lines, folks. So how are we going to make this happen? I mean, <laughs> oh. and then the dog thing showed up again. Is it the dimension, the the destination, the division? Is that where you're going? Division, okay. the division. That the group. There, there we is. go. It it took how long? Only about fifteen uh, minutes. It's fine. Okay, so the division. So the doctor apparently worked for the division in the past or created the division yeah. or is the division. Well, I don't know who the hell knows, but Mog was there because was it Dan that sort of flickered in and out? And instead of Dan, it was Mog. Yeah. Okay. It, just, it was so, it was so weird and hard. To uh, yeah. Because everything just happened so fast, and it was like, uh, what? It, yeah, just... It's a hot mess. It it really is a hot mess. It's, you know, you're trying to make soup, and you've screwed up, so you're putting everything but the kitchen sink in the pot trying to fix it, and it's making it worse. Yeah. yeah. You know, I... Again, I, I, the only redeeming part of the episode was Vinder and and his storyline, and then you know, seeing the connection with him and Bella. Okay, even though on her own, I didn't like up until the very like the very end. Although I had a feeling she had to be connected to Vinder somehow. Even her part of the episode seemed very out of place because we're we're talking about post flux yeah and i think like for her i can only think that it's supposed to not make sense until it's all been told if that right makes sense. like i i just wish they would answer something right ever we're three episodes in and i have no fucking clue what's going on no and this episode almost makes the last episode silly. It, it, it didn't even need to be there. That episode really didn't need to be there. There was nothing, this if we're going forward... This episode and last episode could have been one episode. Right. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't... It. I am having a hard time trying to figure out now why did they spend so much time on the... Sontars... Son, what the, fuck was the point of the son- 
Santarians. Exactly. So there was no point on the war. Of that the could have that that uh, Crimean War and all of that could have been fifteen minutes cut into segments into this episode, well, exactly. as well as Planet Time, which again still. Because they, they did a <sighs> quick thing on the Daleks and the Cybermen. Like, why couldn't they have done that with the Suntarans? Like, I'd rather watch the Daleks than the Suntarans. Or the Cybermen and the Suntar than the Suntarans. So you know? It, it just... It's so nonsensical right now. And the only ray of hope I had was the next time on... Angel, watching angel, this angel, 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 angel. right and let's okay so let's talk about the angel in the room which is so yaz is looking at her phone and a weeping angel is there and then it pops out and ignores them and instead goes to the controls of the tardis mm-hmm. and the weeping angel is now driving the TARDIS. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean... So Would I, the TARDIS I, even let that happen? No, unlikely. And I, I'm, going, I'm going back to what I said, I think I said last episode, um, that the, because the angels feed off time and the universe and yeah. yada yada, that... The angel is now taking over the TARDIS to save the universe or time or something to help. So the weeping angel is is now the now, hero yeah, is now in the all of this guy. mess. Yeah. Rather than a feared But creature. just for this. Just for this story. Because other Right. Because yeah. weeping angels are fucking terrifying. I don't know how do you make like how do you make a weeping angel a good guy? I, I, it, they're I they're look terrifying. No, every time you look at a statue, the first thing you think of is that. Every time, I, right? Every it, time it just... I, watch, I see I see a statue anywhere, I think of Blink, and it freaks me the fuck out. Exactly. So now we've got one of the best new generation villains potentially becoming an ally, a hero, if you will, to the cause. Yeah. Because they obviously don't like whatever the flux did, or whatever swarm is doing, or maybe both. I don't know. Whatever the fuck is going on. But that end scene, and then leading into the next time, was it Village of the Angels? Yes. I am again. They are a great modern Doctor Who villain. Mm-hmm. I am looking. I am so looking forward to this episode. In the sense that I can't temper my expectations because I like the Weeping Angel character so much. So I know I'm going to be hugely let down and and, and cry next episode because of what Chibnall has done to them. Yeah, I just. But I can't help but hope. There's a little bit of hope for sure. I just I hope that. They don't fuck it up. Fuck it up. Yeah. Because I... Come on. Like, 
are we going to, so, and, and this is what I'm thinking because, so we know this is a six part, you know, mini sewed series. And then we get three more episodes to end the Jody Whitaker, Chris Chibnall era. Yeah. Is it going to be something similar to Tenant or or Capaldi where their their regeneration starts but still spans over a couple of episodes? Um maybe. Like I mean there's there's no way you can live up to Tenant's goodbye. Like that. Was see, just, you you can't. I I like that. I see. I and I again. I think I may be harder on Tenant because everybody else likes him, so I like to be contrarian about it. But I I I thought, and again, I I know all the goodbyes and everything else. Fine, and don't get me started on Rose Tyler. I personally loved Capaldi's exit more, um, and it's taking the little bits of all the doctors so far, you know, as he's leaving the, the one liners here and there. And again, when you lead into the one where, you know, he, he meets the first doctor and everything else, like it's, it's, I I personally think that's one of the best regenerations I've seen beating out tenant, unfortunately. And I'm wondering if maybe this could potentially be something like that. Like, I think they're trying, but I don't. That, there's at this the, point, there's there's no way they match either one of those send offs. Like, there's, no, there's no build up. There's nothing right now. Like with with Tenant, you had the fucking drums with the master. Like, right, exactly. Like the, that the, was the, a huge the, thing. The, the, the drums, and you're yeah. just going, "What the hell is happening?" You have no idea, and you go then, and then you hear it, and you're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. And the knock and just like those yep. buildups, the ood saying, and that's it. It's just what, uh, yes, so much buildup with that. And there's, n- there is there's nothing here. No, so far, so far, like we, we know she's leaving and there's nothing. The only thing they got to close the loop on the, the, you know, doctor, well, not Mysterio. Cause he, he was already, she was already that, but <sighs> the mysterious doctor that we don't really know much about in order for that to have any bearing on why she was written in, in the first place. Yeah. Like we need some solid storytelling and some good closure on that for it to have been woven in on more than one season. I totally agree. I just, I do wish. I just don't think he can do it. (laughs) No, it's yeah i don't understand i don't know i know it's it's getting tougher like this was this was really bad as a, it, i i have hopes for the next episode but i'm not holding my breath at this point but the angels alone i mean they they have to start wrapping shit up now they've they've thrown Ye- out too much stuff to not well, start see- exactly so you're you know you have to climb uh, when you're climbing a mountain eventually you have to go down unless you're going to die on that hill and does he really want to die on that hill and make it infinitely harder for 
future front runners to have to clean up his mess? Like, do you really want that as your legacy as the front runner of Doctor Who? You know, someone else having to come in to clean up all the shit that you caused in this universe. No, exactly. It's just it's so so. So bizarre. we're at the point where is this now? Are we at the top? We we understand that the flux is purposely made by who we don't know for exactly what reason we don't know, but it was because of the doctor that it was made that it destroyed everything, which doesn't make sense to allow swarm to be able to come in and screw around with time. And now we're on the the downhill where it's all bad shit, but now the angels are going to come in to try and make it good. Maybe I'm, I'm hopeful again, like hopeful, right? You know, like that's all you can do. It's true. I've been hopeful for too long for this for this show since Capaldi left. It's been yeah, it's been too long since there's and been a good story. That like, is it just me, or did they just say fuck it with the BBC effects this time and be like, we're going full on BBC terrible special effects? Maybe. Like it, it when she was in whatever yeah, vortex. Or, time oh, oh! Laid there. Oh. <laughs> it looked so bad. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was better than that shit. Exactly. Like I'm, I, I, I'm wondering if they're like you know the what. World. Ooh. Ooh. And that's it. Like, is it is the BBC just at the point like, okay, we want this guy to leave just as much as you, so we're not giving him nearly as much money. So, you know, he he's gotta use the green screen in his basement to do this scene. Is is that what's happening? That might be what's happening, but like it's (laughs) there's a lot of sighing. Like, there's I had a lot of hope when Jody came in and it was yay great female doctor I but the writing man it doesn't matter you could be a a freaking yeah it could be anybody like it like <sighs> Tennant Capaldi Matt Smith Eccleston it doesn't like, matter it wouldn't have mattered who it was with no. this storyline this is just bad writing and you can only do much, you could only do so much with bad writing. Just ask, you know, Phantom of the Menace or Attack of the Clones or <laughs> Revenge of the know, Sith. I don't know what you're talking about. Because they don't exist. Because fans have erased that from their memories. Yeah. But that's what I mean. If if you have a bad story, if you have a bad writer, it doesn't matter who you put in front of the camera, it's not going to end well. No. So, and and that's what I'm slowly learning, you know, because again, now I will say this. I was, I was very hesitant, but not, I was going to give her a chance. And, you know, some episodes, there's definitely more of a doctor to her than other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a lot, you know, there's a quirkiness and whatnot doctor aspect to her yeah um but again a lot of that's just 
it could come down to writing as well, right? Um, well, I feel like it comes in and out with, like, I see different Doctor characters coming through, like, in the in this episode when she's all angry and shit about not telling anybody, like, you don't know what I've been through, blah, blah. Like, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. They're, they're, I think because of the writing, she was never able to find her niche in, oh my God. So Sorry. Over there. Family. Um, it's, oh, I don't even want to know. Yeah, no, turning the damn thing off. God damn it. But no, she, you know, it took Capaldi like a season and a half to really find his style and how he would move and act and interact yeah. um, in, in to, to find his place as the doctor. And, you know, even Matt Smith to, to really embrace the whole raggedy man aspect. And even in his later, like, in in the later episodes of his seasons, you can feel him getting older. You know, and I feel, Tenet, I feel like that it, it makes sense because it's <coughs> like every time the Doctor regenerates, we have a new Doctor, and he's try, he she is trying to figure out who they are. Right, and, and the I, problem I, that is, is goes back to like Tenant's opening. It's like I don't know who I am. Like exactly right. He and that's, that's it. Like it was just. I again, I always, it's, you have to give that. I'm idea, that kind of doctor, like, right? You always have to give and them really, a few episodes to figure out who they are, regardless. If exactly the actor knows what they want to do with it. It's it's a progression throughout the show because right they're growing and like she themselves. She she had the style right away, like the the clothing, the look, the how she wanted to look. Yeah, for it. Everything else still hasn't quite fallen into place and we're running out of time with her, which really sucks because, again, what I was going to say is like, you know, on Broadchurch, even in, in the Black Mirror episode that I saw, she is a very um, diff actor and it's it could just be the, the characters she's given, right? Yeah. Uh, the the fun whimsy aspect of that character obviously in those examples just aren't there so where is like i i wanted to see more of that and not just be uh fam yeah you know that's that was her shtick i i wanted more whimsy than you're my fam yeah. Fair enough. you yeah, know yeah. and we have well three episodes left of flux and then three episodes period so six total for her to somehow find her footing to really make it as the doctor as i know how she can portray the doctor yeah i again i just because he's there and he's writing i just don't think she's going to have that opportunity which really sucks it all comes back to this that and you know it's great intro, great outro. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the common theme of 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 her and Chibnall is is that it's 
Great intro, great outro. And you can see there's something there with her, For but sure. the writing is hold her the writing holds her back. Yeah, I mean we'll see we'll see how it goes. And Yep. Yeah, like you said, six episodes of Jody and Chibnall together and we'll see how it goes. We've got three the next three weeks and then January first and then the other two specials don't have a date. Now and I know we're we're talking into the future and many episodes from now. Would it swing back to maybe a, a regeneration Christmas special or something? I miss the Christmas specials. I miss, right? I miss it being on Christmas. Like Christmas. Why, why did we Why New Year's? Yeah, why why, New why Year's? did we have to switch it? It's been Christmas since it came back. Yeah. Why? I don't understand. And, and is it just his poor timing on their part that they couldn't or they couldn't he couldn't write anything like Christmassy the, enough? Like I feel like everything has been because they season 12 came back January 1st Mm -hmm. right so there was no Christmas episode then no the year before it ended before Christmas and it came back on or so I guess it was two years because January 1st 2019 there was only one episode that year exactly Uh, there was a New Year's Day special. And then we go back to Capaldi, which was his last season, had two specials, and they were both Christmas. So I, why Chibnall <laughs> needed to change something that was not broken... Is beyond, he does that a lot. Is beyond me. Like I understand it. You may not have a. It may not be Christmas themed. I don't give a shit if it's Christmas themed. No, and it doesn't need to be. We don't need to see you know robot Santas or you know killer Christmas trees or stars in the sky. Like yeah, there are like you can make. Let's take Die Hard. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. Where it, you know, some people think it's a Christmas, some people don't, and both are right. Yeah. But it doesn't, why can't it just be at Christmas time and air on December 25th? There's no reason to to, to change that. But we don't write for them, unfortunately. You would have shut that shit down, locked it up, thrown away the key, and being like, all right. Yeah, it's so crazy because as soon as Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker took over, it was New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. Because Stephen Moffat and Capaldi were the last to do a Christmas special in 2017. Crazy. Yeah. Wild. Well, here's hoping that... And we're in 2021. Here's hoping that Russell T. Davies brings it back and hones it in and maybe... Just tightens it up enough for for someone... Just no farting aliens. That's that's all I can ask. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, the Slytherin. Yeah, the oh, Slytherin. Uh, there's always there's always a couple of episodes that are amiss in each season, you know. I mean, as long as it's only a couple per season, not the whole not the whole season. season. I'm okay and with it, right? That's like, just it. and that's just it. Like I, you know, I was rewatching and I got to Jody and I tried. I don't even. I think I got to the Kablam episode. Maybe I can't remember. But watching it makes me not want to watch it. So I know what'll happen, which is I'll rewatch it again, skip certain seasons, and unfortunately, a lot of hers will be skipped. Yeah, which is unfortunate because there's like it is like one or two episodes that I I will go back and watch no matter what, like. Uh, the doctor dances and the empty child that two-parter was amazing oh my god um that was in that season one like where the dalek episode was great and then um the girl in the fireplace so good right like the uh the idiot's lantern and the impossible planet and the satan's pit like though Yep. That's the what is is that the Capaldi one where he's punching the, Say, the so ice? Impossible no, planet Satan's Pit was the, the devil and that planet that was in a black hole. Like that's that's one right. of my favorite two parters. I will watch that all day. See the what I, I can't I, I get the just thinking of it and I can't remember what it's called because it's the two part episode and it's something God and something it's in capaldi's last season i think and it's him the going over where it it, he's basically been stuck in the time the 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 thingamabob for like 12 billion years oh yeah and it's just over and over and over again and every time i watch that episode i get chills and that's with uh, that's with Bill, right? The, that episode, that season. Mm, no, that's when Clara died. Oh, so that was, I, I believe that was before, that was not before Bill. And I mean, yeah, and Bill, I I still love Bill. Like she was a great companion. She, I think yeah, she's very the, underrated. The heaven sent, hell bent. Yes, harder. heaven sent. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was and, one of those. Guess who wrote uh, that? Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Of course, but those two, like, just ah, right? Like, there's so good episodes that I will go back to, and but there's nothing I will go back to in the silence in the library. I mean, and I mean, I, I again, Dawn is my absolute favorite. Donna and has been saved. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I will go back. I'll watch. You know, even though she wasn't even really on it for a full season, I will still watch it yeah. because it's they all of them are so good. And there again, there's that break from she was the break from romantic to just pal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's the best way to because, again, you have Rose Tyler, who is enamored with. Both Eccleston and Tennant, which don't even get me started. Same with Martha, with Tennant. Whereas 
Donna was just like, oi! It was great. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that relationship was freaking great. And that's it. They're even like, you don't get the connection with these companions. Like, Yaz was the one to stay on, but you don't have, like, even Matt Smith's doctor had a connection with Rory, even though Rory was sort of the secondary companion. You don't, you, you don't quite get the connection with Yaz. You know, we had Ryan and, and Graham and, you know, I just like Graham because I liked him. But there was a disconnect with the doctor and them. Yeah, there was no there was no real connection, right? Like it was No, and that, it's just a group of people that, you know, chilled in space and time together. There was no... They're trying with Yaz, but it's just not landing. Right. So it's they said sad, but yeah, we'll complain again next week. Well, we better not complain again next week because if you're bringing the fucking weekend, if you're bringing the weeping angels in, you better not fuck it up or I will write a very upsetting letter to the BBC complaining about it with harsh Canadian words. That's a real threat. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, well, I think that's enough for this week. <laughs> Again. Damn well, better. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.